Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Happy Brewers Outlet Day, everybody. That's right. It is Friday and time to stock up for the weekend. You know what? You deserve to relax, and you deserve to have a few good beverages around when you do it. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. The Pickle Bar, led by the barrels of the Dills, indeed second to none. And guess what? With this hot weather that we've had, now it's cooled down a little bit, they have slushies. Lots and lots of slushies. Six flavors worth of slushies. All at Brewer's Outlet. Reagan Street and Summary, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And you can go online to sunburymotors.com. Indeed, sunburymotors.com. And you can check out the great line of Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory, fabulous pre-owned inventory. And don't forget, they have a fabulous service department. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. The New York Penn League issued the following statement today. Due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, the start of the 2020 New York Penn League season is being delayed indefinitely. The league and its clubs will continue to monitor the situation and work with our Major League Baseball affiliates while following the recommendations of public health officials and adhering to local reopening guidelines. As always, health and safety of the New York Penn League fans, players, and staff members are the top priorities. Additionally, the New York Penn League All-Star Game has been canceled. What a job Chad did yesterday, by the way. It was really fabulous job that Chad did yesterday. So well, I'm glad to hear by. that. Oh, Matt, you're back. Oh. <laughs> it's good to be back. Hope everything went well yesterday. It did. Good. Glad to hear that. I'm going to assume that when it comes to everything going well, it's because mom was actually in there. So <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> I'll say this. I mean, Lisa, to her credit, gets a lot of good pub on this show. Yes, she does, and she appreciates it. <laughs> she earns it. She earns it. All right, so uh, today, by the way, Serena Winters was tremendous yesterday. Did a great job. Oh, she was. I, I did catch most of the conversation. She did a great job. Yeah, she was great. And I think she enjoyed it herself. I think it was one of those, you know, sometimes you, know, you get in these situations and, then, you know, they, they're, they you know, what are we going to talk about? You know, and then all of a sudden they find out, it's like, ah, 
<laughs> why did I bother asking? I think uh, they end up enjoying the conversation themselves. So, so that's where we start. I will say this: Major League Baseball has now finally made an offer that we have on. It's interesting. There's several things about this. Um. Two things. I want to get to two things. One's the NBA, and one is baseball. So let's start with the NBA. What did I say a month ago about the NBA playoff plan, Matt? What did I say? They keep talking about how late this is going to go. It's going to go October 11th. Boy, it's a lot of time to be in the bubble and the whole thing. And I said, I said it's going to be that much time for two teams. Exactly I said, then right. you, you lop off two weeks for the other two teams that lose. I said, and as there will be teams that will be done, I, I think I said in seven weeks, right? In seven weeks, they'd be done with this whole process. Well, it turns out the number is 53 days. So that's just a slightly more than seven weeks. We said this a month ago. Why is it a story today? <laughs> that's a good question. It's a story. I don't get. I mean, I sit there and I see this stuff and I look around and go, "It's a story because Kyrie Irving is complaining about playing." I don't know if we ought to do this, the whole thing. Well, okay. No offense. I know you only went to Duke for one year, but you don't need to be a math major to sit down and realize because we talk about this in the college football playoff all the time. Look at the number of games they play. The number of games they play for two teams. Two teams play an extra game. The other 129 don't. So, we're, oh, there's so many games they play. No, two teams do. Even the two semifinal losers end up playing the same amount of games. It's like playing the bowl game and losing. The difference between them losing. The difference between Ohio State losing in the Fiesta Bowl and Penn State winning the Cotton Bowl is that Penn State, by winning the Cotton Bowl, didn't have another game to play. They were done. And no offense, Kyrie Irving may not even have to play that many games. I mean, let's let's face it. The Nets are a seven seed. The Wizards can still get in somehow. They could falter. I mean... And even and if they make the playoffs, they're not going to go that far, in my opinion. And Durant's not going to play, by the way. Did you know that? I did not know that, but it's not surprising. It, no, nor should he. I mean, Durant should not Absolutely. Play. I mean, you know, it's just get yourself ready for the next season. I mean, to be honest with you, it's a throwaway. Not only that, he tested positive, too. Yeah. Let but alone I mean, coming back from the injury. Yeah, but he's recovered. He was, you know, he was asymptomatic. He wasn't even hospitalized. Um, that's, I mean, that's, why, that's what's been interesting about this. You, know, you can manipulate stories any way you want. Why does Texas have more cases now? Well, I mean, let's be let's be realistic here. I don't want to do an on the mark show here, but I mean, why does Texas have more cases? They're testing. You're going to get more positives. 
That's why that's exactly what we said about the college football testing. What do we say about the college football testing? You'll get some positives. Why? Because they're being tested. <laughs> it's like I swear common sense gets tossed. Okay? That's what that's the thing with the NBA. I mean, the, the fewest number of days you'll be there is 53. Which, by the way, will be for a good portion of the players. We're done. You're done. Do I completely sympathize and maybe to a point even empathize with them being in this bubble in Orlando and I wake up, I eat, I go to the arena, I play, I go back, I eat, I stay, I can't go out. You know what I mean? And and your family can't be there? Remember when uh, in talking with Bill O'Brien, and I asked Bill one time uh, in his first year, what is the difference for you between coaching college players and coaching pros? And James Franklin can relate to this as well because James was with the Green Bay Packers at one point. With pros, you're, you're coaching men. You know, they have a wife, a family, mortgage. You know, you have all that. You're coaching men. They have wife, children, mortgages, payments, as opposed to an 18 to 23-year-old. Just don't picture a lot of college players having a mortgage and just, all right, that's the difference. So you're looking at these men and you're telling them for, for X amount of time, no family, no kind. Of, I can understand why they'd be upset about that. To me, that they may make a lot of money, but don't forget they're human. Okay. Don't forget they're human. And just because they make a lot of money doesn't mean they're robots. Okay, they're okay. They, you know, you're talking about seven and a half weeks, and you're like, ugh. And you know, this is what you have to do to kind of save your profession, save your league, things like that. I understand that. Now, the NBA isn't in that position of trying to save themselves. I think baseball is. The NBA's not. The NBA's healthier. The, um, but suddenly this became a story. Matt, we talked about these numbers a month ago as to how long they'd have to be there based on the plans they were talking about. So this isn't new. What, it suddenly it, it hit somebody in the head? As a, everybody thinks they're all going to be there till October 11th. No, only two teams are going to be there till October 11th. Everybody else is going to be done, the other 28 teams. You got eight that aren't going to play anyway. Then, in a very short period of time, you're going to have six more eliminated. So now you're down to 16. And then your first-round loser, done. Your second-round loser, done. <laughs> and that you whittle it down, and it's, hey. And we talked about that. And the reason we talked about it is because we've talked about this in the realm of the college football playoff. Now, baseball. What have we talked about in baseball? Make an 85% proposal. Right, Matt? Have we talked about that? Yes, 85%. Okay? Full prorated salary minus the 15% because it's you, lo- you get 30% of your money, the owners claim, from 
people going through turnstiles and everything that, of course, is associated with it. So since you're going to play half a season, make it 15%. So so make it prorated minus 15%, 85%. What was today's proposal? 70 to 75, 80 to 85% prorate. Voila! Okay? <laughs> make it happen! Jeez. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I still think the players should be getting their full prorated salary, but this is I think this is as good as it's going to get for the players. This is probably the best deal that I think both sides are should agree on. Well, the only reason I made it eighty five the entire time is that in a negotiation, there has to be a realization of what's going on with the other side. Too. Oh, I agree. I, I think this is the best case scenario as it's been for right. the players. Like if I'm the players and I and I really and the owners and I really want to get something going, today's Friday. This is we consider this the quote deadline. If we're gonna start by early July, this is the best deal this, for both sides right now. There's no question. Yeah, I, I understand the full prorated thing, but here's one of the problems that uh the players have because some players have spoken out. Well, I'm not going back from unless I get my full full prorated salary because of the danger of it, right? And and my family. Now that's fair, right? Yet every time they propose a deal, the players want to play more games. Okay. I thought you were concerned about Now, more games and a prorated salary means more money. And that's where they lose me a little bit. You keep proposing more games, but you keep telling me you're concerned about, okay, well, okay. The key with the 70 to 75, the 114 is totally unreasonable. And the reason it's unreasonable is you don't want this thing, like, suddenly headed toward Thanksgiving. It's going to get colder Is it is the door open to more illness because it's colder? Whatever that that's why it doesn't work. Then the players were reasonable and they cut it down to eighty nine. That was reasonable, but you'd still end October eleventh and then start an expanded playoff of sixteen teams. Still takes a while. Takes you into November. The owners keep wanting to say it's done by September twenty seventh. I think they're right about that. By ending earlier, they're right, because I think it's better for everybody involved that you end earlier. I think that actually is an intelligent approach. Now, the numbers they keep putting forward always end up being 33%. It's always is this shell game with numbers. Well, this one here, they're putting out X amount of games, and they're going with the 80 to 85. Go toward 85. Don't stick at 80. Go to 85. Put this on the table and explain why. Explain why. And then, guess what? We'll kick in more money if we let fans in. No, That's where, to me, the 50-50 thing comes in. Temporarily, you know, any gate we get, we'll split 50-50 with you. We'll put it in the pot. How about that? As a good faith gesture. Just no expanded playoffs, please. Even because that's included in this deal, which is the best deal. And especially if you really want to end it as early as you can, 
don't expand the playoffs. Leave it the way it is. And if you really want to do it, wait till next season, though. I don't think they should do it, period. But that's a different topic. Well, see, I I wouldn't mind them doing it if they cut back the number of games to 154 in a full season. I realize that plays havoc with records and things like that. I understand that. So... My point is, in the last month, in the last month, these are already things that Matt and I have talked about. If you're a faithful listener to the show, and I don't understand why you're not, I mean, Gary Goloshevsky listens every day, the curator of the Tom McGrath tailgate. What's come out in the last two days that is unfamiliar? Anything, Matt? What we have said all along. Common sense is coming back. I don't know. It hasn't made a full comeback yet. Well, we're getting there, I guess. <laughs> By the way, I was having a press conference this afternoon. Alex Cauley next on the PIAA. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. You know what we can use right now, Matt? What's that? Brewers Outlet Run. Oh yeah, especially a slushy. Oh, six different flavors of slushies, no less. Suits had all six. That's right. Multiple times. <laughs> oh, slushy, nice and cold. Uh, in, fact, in fact, when he pronounces slushy, it's like, shika, lemme, it's slushy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of the many 5,000 things we have in our company fridge. There we go. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere, wine coolers, water, soft drink, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day in the pickle bar, led by the barrels of the dills, indeed second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. We are in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, in Hummel's Wharf, you can go online to sunburymotors.com. And you can check out the great line of Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, pre-owned inventory. Fabulous. Don't forget, they have an awesome service department. And you can actually get a buying process with some great deals going online right now at sunburymotors.com. We're going to talk for, uh, hear, not talk with, but hear from Jahan Dotson, Penn State's wide receiver, in the next half hour. We often use the word effortless, and I think we do a lousy job as broadcasters and as writers of explaining what goes into effortless. Because you have the ability to make or or have anything seem easy, you have to put in so much hard work and effort and study to then get it to be that smooth. And that's John Dotson. Players have gone through testing this week here at Penn State. They're in that quarantine process right now. They are not staying in the dorms. The football players have been staying at a couple of different hotels here in town. 
Uh, so they've been doing that. Uh, they have the ability to get food to them because they, they have, you know, they, they, I'm not really sure if you call them. It's, it's like lion cash, whatever, you know, that you can you can use. I mean, I'm not using bad terminology here, but they have the ability to do that uh, right now. When they work out, I believe the workouts are going to be, in terms of the weights, in Holuba Hall because you can spread everything out. And then they have the three outdoor practice fields available to them, two grass fields and, of course, the field turf field to work out on if need be, uh, to do their seven-on-sevens and so on and so forth. In fact, some of the players actually did get together last week and go over to State High and get some passing work in last week uh, on their own because they were in town. And we'll hear from Jahan Dotson coming up in the next half hour. But let's talk about the decision by the PIAA to intend to get things back on track to some semblance of normalcy. Alex Cauley joins us from Fox 43 in York. Alex, great to have you with us as always. Comfortable following all those amazing sports names that you just mentioned. It feels like a a big drop-off, but I'm absolutely happy to be here. (laughs) We're thrilled to have you here. Uh, First of all, uh, the PIAA uh, made their announcement. This is what they intend to do. This is what they want to do. They want everything to start on time, and they put together a series of protocols. When you looked at it, what did you think, Alex? You know, obviously, the first thing you're going to see is you have those those staples that you you've seen forever with 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 COVID-19. That's the wearing of the masks. You have the disinfectant, the social distancing, um, but you could also see that you know everybody they, they they're nailing down that pandemic coordinator for every school. So they want somebody there who's going to be able to answer questions, whether that's a student athlete, whether that's a parent, or even a coach. So th- those are the, one of the most important elements to it obviously they're going to be monitoring the student athletes and the coaches for for symptoms with daily checks and everything and i think anybody over a a hundred degree temp goes home which is pretty standard for you know any point in the season um but you know you have to write everything up you have to put the the plan down on paper you have to submit it to your school board and um, they wanted to make it so this is a, a not a one-size-fits-all plan because every high school is different in this state. There's different regions have different needs, um, and then it has to be approved by the school board. And once the school board gives you the okay, uh, you have to post it to your website. You have to make it public, and only then can you start, and they can't stress this enough, then can you start voluntary workouts. These are very early on guidelines mm-hmm. for you to start and what they call a step in the right direction. In the spring, there were not sports, obviously, as we all know. Uh, you probably had a chance to talk to several spring athletes. How tough was it for them in your area to deal with not doing something they were looking forward to all year? You know, all year and, you know, for, for some years, they've been putting blood, sweat, and tears. They, they've known when teams have a good idea growing up with these kids that they're playing with from you know, if it's baseball, little leagues, T-balls, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And they know when their team is going to be good and when they're going to have a shot at a state championship. And for some teams, this was that year, whether it's boys, volleyball, track and field, lacrosse, baseball, softball, uh, they they had an idea of what was to come. And for it to all suddenly stop, it, it was incredibly difficult for them. 
and I've spoken to some college coaches who are trying to do recruiting at this point, and a lot of them are saying, you know, they've also become kind of counselors talking to these student-athletes and talking them through these emotions and how there's, there's, there's no closure for them at this point, and that's tough. But at the same time, I, I was kind of amazed by how some of these student-athletes are able to kind of understand the gravity of the situation and put things in perspective. And in a lot of cases, I think the student-athletes somehow handle it better than some of the parents of the student-athletes. Right. Which brings me to the next part. What would it mean to your area to have a Friday night where people can go and see a high school football game in the fall? I mean, I think anybody at this point would take any sporting event right now. I mean, we're talking to people just about KBO baseball because people <laughs> are looking for that kind of escape right now. Sure. Um, and you're seeing just the ability to, to go out and, and watch a sporting event, an escape, a return to normalcy, to hear a group of people cheer in unison, to support a team, to, to have that brotherhood, see that team chemistry, and in some cases just be able to see another person and talk to them. Which then brings me to the next part, uh, and that is the station itself. You've probably had to be, I would say, extremely inventive over the last three months. What's it going to mean for all of you to get back to then covering something like that on a Friday night, which is hard work and extensive and a lot of travel takes place? There's there's a lot of planning that goes into to every Friday night, and you know we have our our pregame shows and the frenzy, and you know you're you're sending people out trying to hit maybe two, possibly even three games, um, but you know we're beyond excited. I mean, I did a an interview that was not on a computer yesterday. I was able to actually go outside, and that was probably the first time in two months that I had that ability. Um, so just that feeling alone was amazing because uh, my my desk my my edit bay my studio and my my anchor station has been six feet from my couch and seven feet from my bed for the last <laughs> two months and i think yeah. some people are kind of looking forward to getting back to that station environment being able to to have those relationships um and in some cases having to wear pants again which will be um <laughs> a, a different toll but well we'll see <laughs> What's the what's the adjustment like for you going from Altoona down to York? You know, I'm a, a Pennsylvania kid, born and bred. I, I grew up in Harrisburg, uh, yeah. but you know, I loved my time in Altoona. I really did. Uh, the, the high schools up there. I, I still go back there on weekends. I there's not many people that say they get, they go to Altoona for a getaway or <laughs> or to state college when there's not a sporting event going on. But you know, th- those communities were just so awesome to me and. Uh, you know, I've absolutely loved my time up there in Central PA, and then being a little closer to home, yeah. being able to see family. Uh, it's just, uh, I'm, I'm extremely blessed for for the past few years. Yeah. Uh, so when you've talked to everybody there at the station, you know, have you start mapping out what kind of approach you're going to have to the fall as to how you want to do it, or is that too far in advance? You know, we're it's it's a lot like when I, I talk to. PIAA director uh, Bob Lombardi yesterday. Good, and good man, by the way. Absolutely. And he was very busy yesterday, so we appreciated his time. But he, he mentioned this is a walk-don't-run period. It's a good if point. If you do everything right right now, we're going to have that 
we're going to be optimistic about having that on-time start for the fall. So we're just trying to do our part, keep our social distance as well. Um, you know, we don't want to rush anything, but at the same time, we want to be ready if something is coming down the pipeline here. And, you know, we'll be ready to roll and cover it as best we can. Or if they say, hey, you, you can't do this or do that, you know, we're going to adapt. We, we find a w- different way of telling the story because that, that's what we do. And then what kind of emotional boost is it going to be for fans? All right, just for fans. I mean, and not only that, but let's go back to your point earlier. Parents <laughs> have their youngster out there playing soccer, running cross country, playing field hockey, uh, playing football, whatever it may be in the fall. Yeah, I, I talked to one of the local Little League directors the other day because they're going to offer summer league. And honestly, yeah. I, I think the parents are more excited than the kids at this point because they're looking to – They've been playing baseball probably in the backyard or whatever sport in the backyard for the past few months, and it's been one-on-one, or if they're lucky, maybe two-on-one, just because within that household. They are looking for this ultimate release, to finally see this thing come together, to to be able to support their kids, to support their teams. You know, I I had one parent say, you know, I've been running all over the place for so many years, I didn't realize I actually missed that kind of chaos or, you know, <laughs> a scheduled chaos in my life when there was nothing going on for, for how many months. Uh, so I, I, I'm saying this sincerely, they are looking forward to it just as much as the student athletes are to get back to it. What is the most unusual story that you've had to do over the last three months that you never expected you would have to do, even though you probably had to take care of it from your own living room? Oh, you know, I think my uh, my colleague Andrew Callista takes the cake on that. He's actually able to oh. find one of the, the foremost um, experts on KBO baseball who just happens to be oh, a Lancaster gosh. County guy. Yeah. So he is staying up at all hours of the night. He operates a website in the region. Uh, so we learned a lot more about KBO baseball mm-hmm. than we anticipated at the beginning of the year. Yeah. But uh, it has been incredibly entertaining. Mm. Yeah, I I said on the show maybe about a month, month and a half ago, I said, unless you live in a suburb of Seoul, playing in the KBO is not a goal. Uh, (laughs) Okay, Okay. playing in the United States probably is the goal when it comes to that. What do you have planned over the next uh, few weeks? You know, the next few weeks, we're, we're, we're looking forward to seeing Little League back in action. They're yeah. going to get going here, uh, the summer leagues. Um, they, they also have their own implementation, whether it's a, an extended dugout. Uh, there's going to be no sharing of sunflower seeds or big league chew. So that's <laughs> going to be in a, they're going to have to adapt to that as well. But, um, I'm looking forward to just seeing some kind of return to normalcy. We'll try and get out there and cover some of these workouts, obviously, as best we can just to be able to, to see how these student-athletes are kept in shape. You know, we've seen so many ways, different ways, that they've been able to, to keep in shape by themselves. We have one student-athlete who's you know, lives on a farm, and he is bench-pressing haystacks yeah. instead of being in the weight room. So I, I want to see how all this stuff kind of carries over here to these, these summer workouts. Well, watch Rocky Four. I mean, <laughs> That's what I said. I said we needed a montage. We needed some some eighties, you know, generic robotic music or a journey or you know whatever we can get in there. But uh, scorpions, whatever you know. Well, you have to work with Andrew Callista. 
then you have, and you have to work with Todd Sadowski. Right? That's called balance. <laughs> you know, if there's been one perk about not having to be at the station with people, it's like, well, you know, you get to pace yourself now. There's, you know, you have limited reaction or interaction with Andrew Callista, but no, uh, all good and fun. Him, Todd Sadowski, Lindsay, they're, they're all great and. And everybody has been able to to adapt. And you know, we we have a half hour sports show every Sunday, and we've still had it throughout this entire period. And it's it's been all local content. So we're we're extremely uh, happy and thankful for everybody who's who's jumped on Zoom with us at all hours of the day. So, well, I've done I've done Blue White Tailgate with Todd for years, mm-hmm. and there can't be a nicer, more professional person on the planet than him. <laughs> I think the world of him, Callista. Uh, love Callista, but he is the definition in this business of wild card. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I say that with—I actually say that with great affection. <laughs> my my grandfather had a saying: uh, "There's people out there who can have fun in a paper bag, and that is Andrew Callista." <laughs> well, just a quick story about Callista. He got married last year, and. Uh, and Trey Bauer comes up to me and he says, I'm talking to Callista. He says, he's going to call you. I said, okay, that's fine. He says, he says, I'm looking around. I said, I heard you weren't invited to his wedding. I said, okay, well, that's fine. I don't have to be invited to people's weddings. That's fine with me. I don't care. He says, no, he got all freaked out about it. I said, well, why did he get all freaked out about it? He says, because he deliberately didn't invite you. I said, why did I do something wrong? He says, no, he thought that if I if I was invited to the wedding... That his family would, I guess, for the lack of a better term, like there's such deep Penn State fans would bombard me all night. So that's why he didn't. And then he calls to call me. He says, "I just want to let you know you can come if you want." I said, "Andrew, it's okay. I understand. I already have plans anyway." His his groomsman cake was a Penn State cake, and yeah. I'm telling you, his family has better parking passes for season ticket holders than we do in the media and they are there tailgating every game so i can speak to that passion for yes. Penn State football he thought i would get bombarded for the entire time i was there that then he wanted to uh, avoid that problem i said okay it's fine i appreciate it but bauer was so mad at him and if trey gets mad at him well, okay to andrew's credit okay he buckles. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Like that. <laughs> okay. Alex, an absolute pleasure. Thrilled for you. You always do great work. You're a real pro's pro. Can't thank you enough for having me on, Steve. Always great to talk with you. Thanks. Alex Colley, Fox 43. It's a true story, Matt. Because I, I worked with Andrew at WHVL. And I and, I, and believe me, I think the world, I think he's a great guy. You know, great report, just a lot of good work, but he's just a great guy. But Trey got on his case because I think part of it is that Trey Trey wanted to sit with me at the wedding, somebody you knew. <laughs> I think that was part of it. But um, Andrew thought that if I got invited to the wedding, I would be I would get bombarded by his family. <laughs> I said, I said, Andrew, I don't care. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. (laughs) 
I've gone to enough weddings. I've been bombarded enough, and people ask for pictures. I got it. Okay, it's it's it's, it's not unusual. Uh, but I do appreciate the the fact that he did care that much. I appreciate that. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. All right. Uh, the NBA's uh, players are going to have a Zoom call uh, probably next week. And here's the problem. They, they are concerned about the how restrictive the bubble is. And they say that unity is the key here. But here's the problem they have. You have some players that are very concerned about how restrictive the bubble is. At the same time, you also have some players that are highly concerned about health risks. And that's where the divide is among the players in the NBA. They want to start back up July 31st. All right, next half hour, Jahan Dotson. I've got a feeling that Jahan Dotson, if he's healthy all season, you know, I always preface, you know, he could have a huge season for Penn State playing in that slot, which is when he came here at Penn State, that's what he was. He actually went to an outside receiving spot. Because he was one of the better guys they had. They wanted to have both he and KJ in the lineup at the same time. Now he's going to be back where he's comfortable and where he belongs. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 